0: Thank you for listening to In Good Faith, the Central Reformed Church Sermon Podcast. This episode's sermon is titled Hope Amidst the Chaos and is based on Matthew chapter 2 verses 13 through 23. It was delivered on New Year's Sunday, January 1, 2023 by Pastor Matt Schultz. Our second reading for today comes from the Gospel of Matthew. We'll be reading from Matthew 2, starting at verse 13. Matthew 2, 13 through 23, page 784 in your pew Bible. Now after they had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, he was infuriated, and he sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old or under, according to the time he had learned from the wise men. Then it was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, wailing and loud lamentation. Rachel, weeping for her children, she refused to be consoled because they are no more. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who are seeking the child's life are dead." Then Joseph got up and took the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in the place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth. So what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He was called a Nazarene. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will you join me in prayer? Dear Lord, we thank you for your word, for what it teaches us, for what it teaches us about you and who you are. It's my prayer this morning that the words that I speak are not mine, but they're yours. Filled with the Holy Spirit. And it's my prayer that each of us has ears to hear it and a heart that is easily changed. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being in this scenario would be one of the worst scenarios ever. As a parent, I cannot imagine having a young child and finding out that the local king wants to get rid of him. That the local king is so insecure that he wants to kill my child. And not only is the local king so insecure that he wants to kill my child, he's willing to kill all the children just to make sure he got the right one. Can you imagine? You're forced to flee, to become an exile, a refugee, And this wasn't a quick trip to the neighboring town where you just get to hop in your car and hide away for a few days. Oh, it was a long journey, most likely by foot at best with a donkey or something similar. A family fleeing to a foreign land. I would imagine fear was abundant Now we know that Mary and Joseph had learned to listen to the Lord, and they were good at it. but you also have to have to imagine that at some point their humanity kicked in, <laughs> and they were scared, nervous, wondering about what the details would look like. Wondering how long they would be foreigners, exiles, refugees in a land they did not know. Their lives had been turned upside down, asked to head to a foreign land with no family and friends in order to survive, in order to help the child survive. That king, that king who was threatened. By the Messiah. That king who was so wicked he would go to the worst ends to be sure he remained in power in his tiny little kingdom. Can you imagine the chaos and fear that had to surround that scenario? Sometimes the brevity of these biblical stories and our tendency to sugarcoat them don't do them justice. We want to believe that Mary and Joseph didn't sweat any of this. And perhaps, perhaps. They didn't, but I know if it were me, I know that God is in control, but I would still be fearful. We've all seen things happen in our lives where we know that God is in control, yet, in the next breath or in the next day, fear wins. As I mentioned to the kids a minute ago, we moved this summer. Wasn't a big move. We went from the northwest side of town to the southwest side of town. 15 minutes, 20 minutes if there's traffic on Wilson. Not a big move. Our kids even stayed in the same school district. But Jess changed jobs and I changed jobs. And a house we were really comfortable in wasn't ours anymore. We moved. No threat on our life, no physical violence in our future. And yet, at times, fear and anxiety won. I don't want to speak for the rest of my family, but I know for me, there were moments I was a mess. I think they would say the same. I was a mess, the unknowns were too much. A simple move, 20 minutes down the road, no fear of violence, no harm threatened to my kids, a wonderful house to move into, both of us with jobs secured. Still a mess. I have to imagine there were moments for Joseph and for Mary, they were a mess. Those long, cold nights as they traveled, fear had to creep in. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Maybe just a moment, a moment between Mary and Joseph, wishing they knew what God was up to. They listened. They got up and went, but they didn't get the whole story. Sometimes the path isn't fully illuminated, if you know what I mean. Sometimes God just says, take up and go. And you wish you had the whole map. Can you imagine? Now as we read, we get to see the end we get to see the end of the story very quickly. And a few verses later, we know that the story works out. But biblical scholars argue over the amount of time, it might have been months, it might have been years that Jesus was there. It wasn't a short period of time, nor was it a quick trip to get to Egypt or to get back. We get the whole story in just a few verses. They get it played out over a long period of time. But the amazing thing about this story is that God is in all of it. God was orchestrating this for hundreds and hundreds of years, for generations upon generation Prophecies are fulfilled in this story. Out of Egypt, he came, fulfills a prophecy from Hosea. Jeremiah and Isaiah's prophecies are fulfilled in this story. And Matthew makes a point to make sure that it's known because Matthew writes mainly to a Jewish audience who would know those prophecies well. And know that in order for Jesus to be the Messiah, those prophecies had to be fulfilled. God was orchestrating this from the beginning. God was there in the past. God was there in the present. God And the hope we have in God are all over this story. God was there in the present. God was not going to bring a Messiah into the world to have him killed as a toddler. Before he made his mark on the world, he wasn't going to be killed by a power-hungry king. God was watching over the current realities of that moment. An angel appeared and told Joseph to go. Go! God, watching over all the details, told him where to go, where to escape to. The entire situation was under God's control. The escape route given. A safe place to land. And eventually, a plan to return. God was in the moment. God was in past prophecies, filling, fulfilling those prophecies in the current reality. And in all that, a future hope was preserved. Jesus, who came to be the light of the world, God incarnate, the Messiah. Emmanuel, God with us. Future hope was preserved because God had an escape plan for them. Herod was right to be worried about Jesus. But Jesus didn't come to overthrow in the way that Herod thought. Jesus didn't come to overthrow governments. No, he came to overthrow in a far more subversive way. Just a few chapters later in Matthew 5, we begin to see the kind of way Jesus is going to overthrow. Jesus came to overthrow in a Sermon in the Mount kind of way. The first shall be last, the poor and the outcast lifted up, blessing those who the world tends to tread upon. Jesus' kingdom was antithetical to that of Herod, to the political powers of that day and to the political powers of today. An antithetical, subversive kingdom. Jesus taught us a new way. And in the end, Jesus overthrew it all. Defeating the one thing we all face, which is death. Herod was right to be concerned. In a way, Herod understood who Jesus was better than a lot of people did. But what Herod didn't understand is that God was in control of all of it. The past, the present, and the future. God is a reason for hope in that chaos and as we end this Christmas season as we end this Christmas season I want you to rest in that and the same thing we rested on as we started Advent that is hope hope this story is a story of chaos at least when you look at it from a human perspective. A story of chaos, of life's turned upside down for a period of time. But in that chaos, God is in control. God is in control. God is control past, present, future, So when life feels like it's out of control, when chaos abounds, God is in control. God was, is, and will be in control. This passage brings me great hope and reminds me that God is bigger than than our chaos, whether it's chaos we place upon ourselves or chaos brought upon us. God doesn't need the powers and principalities of this world. God put Jesus on the throne, despite those powers and principalities. God does not need the powers of this world to put God's kingdom in place. That gives me hope. Past, present, and future, all things are taken care of. God is in control in this new year, as we wrap up this Christmas season, I hope that you all find hope in that. That God is in all and control of all, even amidst the chaos. Will you pray with me? Dear Lord, we thank you that you are in control, past, present, future, it's all yours, it's all under your control. We thank you for sending your son and his subversive kingdom. Thank you that we can put our hope in you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. New to Central? Since 1840, we have been connecting people to God and to one another through Scripture, sacrament, song, and service. We are located on the corner of College Avenue and Fulton Street in the Heritage Hill neighborhood of Grand Rapids. We hope you'll give us the opportunity to meet you in person soon. To learn more about our mission, ministries, and the ways you can grow and serve, please visit our website at www.centralreformedchurch.org.